recording. Okay. I didn't realize we were already recording. Ah. At Backside Attack. I've Uh It's been a little while, buddy. It has. It's been a little bit of time. Um, we, we had like a multiple, like multiple things happen. Yeah. Number one, you were busy because you had an audit with work, which always takes forever. Two, because yeah. Two audits. Because that's uh, like the, the job you do is not exactly, um, let's see, okay, how, can I, how can I put this in the politest way possible? You work with a lot of people who are, who are loosey-goosey with the rules. Yeah, it's just um, audits are not hard. They're just time-consuming. Time-consuming. That's it. So um, one audit I got back, and so I, there's, I've made corrections on it. So, But I, it seems like you guys are like the, uh, the line of defense for people to like not accidentally kill themselves at work. Yeah. So yeah. you have to like, and it seems like you're always, I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be nice as possible to the people who you audit, but they just, it's like losing a finger is a hazard that is not few and far between. No, um, there's, uh, there yeah, and, and I think it's, it's, it's not even like, think about, think about like, forget incidents, right? Like just yes. take incidents. Okay. Like if you get into an incident, let's say if you felt, let's say something hit you on the shoulder or something yeah. or fell off a shelf or something, that's an incident. That's a recordable incident, right? Yeah. The more you have of those or the more people like, you know, they, they take their trucks, they're negligent. They just back them into that. That's a, that's an incident. They back mm-hmm. up into another truck. That's an incident. That's a recordable incident, right? The more you do things like, like things that are just easily avoidable, the, those those stats get get um uh, have to be entered into your uh um the, the get into your pre qualification websites and they have they get led to WCB like medical aids uh first aid the, all that stuff so that all when they do that there's a there's actually like a a number you can there's actually a number you can calculate mm-hmm. to like say like because uh, we're just trying to find out is your total recordable incident frequency that's the number you're trying to find out so when a company like another company wants to do business with you they don't want to see like they don't want to say Here's all your, let me see all your safety stats and see, let me see all your incidents. They don't have to do any of that. You just show them your total recordable incident frequency number. If it's above zero, that's not a good sign. That's, that's terrible. That's terrible. It, to, to the layman, I think to like really break down who they could probably like identify you as, is you are pre-Tyler Durden, Edward Norton in Fight Club. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'll, like all I'll take those, that, I'll take all that, that data crunching he's got to do. Yeah. To like make sure that you know they're paying out the right amount of money, mm-hmm. and like everybody's like he, that whole thing he's talking about how like there's a, like a certain number that you have to hit, mm-hmm. and like a certain number you don't want. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll yeah, take that. All, I'll take that all day. Yeah, for sure. Right? Because like that <laughs> seems like what he was doing like with the car accidents and all that kind mm-hmm. of crap he's dealing with like the payouts. Yeah. Where you really have to like who is the worst risk person. And in your case, is who is the worst risk business? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have to analyze that and report back to this company. Yeah, report I'd, back to this like database. Yeah, I'd say the worst the people who are most the people who are most guilty of it, for lack of a better term, are new workers mm-hmm. and old workers. That makes new, perfect sense. Yeah, so new workers are like they think they're invincible, and old workers are like ah, we don't need to do that. Like it's just uh, yeah, I've been the industry, I've, been, I've been in the industry long enough, and then next thing you know, um, yeah, they're uh, they're on they're down. Face first in a ditch. It's it really is the most cavalier people usually end up face first in a ditch, and the older people who are super complacent end up face down in the ditch. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, people are just uh, like safety's come a long way. Like I was, um, there was a sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No, yeah. no, no, no. I yeah. was just gonna agree with you. No, absolutely. Yeah, it was non-existent basically yeah. in the uh, like it was up until like maybe the maybe the eighties, I think, even nineties maybe. Um, there's, there's one guy, one of my other clients, he didn't, um, uh, he came up to me one day that was my last day, um, working for this company and I think it was the last time I was going to see him and it ended up being the last time I, I, I did see him or anyone saw him. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, he just said, um, he goes, yeah, my do- uh, doctor said like, uh, or someone said like, I might have mesothelioma. I'm like, oh. and I was like, yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, he goes, what is that? And I was like, he didn't explain it to you. And he's like, he tried to, and he said it's kind of like, it's, uh, it's, well, it's like build with, up in the lungs, right? Yeah, from it's, like from, hazardous materials? It's from, uh, it's, it, his is what from, uh, was from exposure to asbestos. Asbestos, yeah. So that stuff is like, um, and what's in solid state, um, what's, it, what's in solid state and it's like, you know, put into a wall and stuff like yep. that, then it's fine, right? But um, when it's like disturbed and it goes into the air and you're yeah. not wearing any PPE, you're not wearing glasses, dust masks, like whatever... If you inhale that stuff, the thing is like each fiber is like zero point something microns thin. Yeah, and you can't see it. Oh, it'll get through your like yeah, your and it goes shit right, mask. Yeah, and it goes right through. Yeah, it'll go, it'll go through your shit mask like an N95 or something like that. Yeah, 
or could. And then it goes, and when you inhale it, it, it attaches itself to your lungs. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I don't then, know if anybody hasn't seen it, but like, you know, like a bottle cleaner looks like mm-hmm. it's microscopically, it looks like a bottle cleaner. Yeah. So just yeah. like nothing but fibers yeah. and just nothing but like reckless invasion to your body. Yeah. And then once it gets into your, and the thing is, even if like you have it, no surgeon can get in there and like pluck them out because mm-hmm. they're too small. And so it's like, it continues to scar away at your lungs and then you develop a lung cancer and then it just, it, it apparently, it, then I found out a, like a year later that it killed him. Yeah. That's unsurprising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, there were so many stories like that. I mean, look at, just look at what happened with, um, uh, if you want to, if you want to like, if people don't realize how dangerous a workplace can be, look at Baker's lung. Yeah. Baker's lung is a real thing or people who work with like flour and flour in the air mm-hmm. have this buildup in their lungs that just like messes them up from the inside yeah, it just, out. Yeah, it, it just clogs it up in their lungs. That's yeah. Just, yeah, that's just flour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are materials out there, man-made, so that were, were, were meant to be like positive. They were meant to like save lives. Like asbestos was meant to save lives. But it also was was built with like very minimal research of what it was going to do to the human body. Oh, yeah. The, and used yeah. for decades. Oh, yeah. Like I have... Um, there's videos. I took I took an asbestos course, um, and uh, I, I took I just I, I sat in on it because I had nothing else to do, and um, it was uh, it's eye opening. Like back in the early 19th century, and then leading into the 20th century, and like Canada was a big export. Canada was, and I think still is, uh, a big exporter of it. Mm-hmm. One of their biggest um, uh, their biggest clients of it is uh, is India. And when you see people in India working with it, they're not working. They're not wearing PPE and stuff like that, right? They're just shoveling it with like, and there's it's flying in the air, and they're just shoveling yeah. it in there. And like, th- those people are dead now for sure, <laughs> for sure. They're guaranteed. They are. I mean, India has got zero respect for their working class. No, like at all. I was I was there in uh, last in 20, 2016, 2015. and um, there was a a fella who was working on the sewage line, mm-hmm. wearing flip flops, like basically a sarong. Because, you know, that's that little, little, little like, like cloth skirt type kilty things that most people wear because it's mm-hmm. so hot. Yeah. A t-shirt and a pickaxe. He couldn't find somebody to look after his calf. Like he had like a, like a tiny little calf. So he brought it with him to work and tied it to the back of the truck mm-hmm. that he's going to drive around. Because he knew like nobody could steal his truck. He had the keys. Mm-hmm. But that was just like a regular run of the mill, like digging a ditch for a sewage line kind of guy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the, I'm anti, I'm anti <laughs> flip flop. I just think it's yeah. Well, I, I am because like it's like you shouldn't. Uh, like they're they're good for the beach. That's it. <laughs> I wear them for yard work. Yeah, and for yard I'm, work. I'm yeah. terrible. Like I don't like wearing that's shoes fine, but, ever. But, yeah, like but you should not be wearing them when you're walking around the street and stuff like that. No, right? that's just you're gonna lose a toe. Well, also because like it's like you're gonna you're exposing your feet to like like all the stuff that's on the street and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I, but here's the thing. I mean, like, I think for me, it's one of those. Well, you're pretty much indestructible, so. Well, I am like you know some sort of caveman rock golem. Well, Flintstones, um, Flintstones didn't wear shoes either. So. Flintstones didn't wear shoes either. Mm-hmm. But like you know when you open a door in like a in like a regular Seven Eleven when you're walking down the street mm-hmm. and you see a Seven Eleven, you're like I'm gonna get a Slurpee. And you open the door and the thing hits your boot and you're like, oh, I didn't feel jack shit because I was wearing a boot or like mm-hmm. a shoe. Mm-hmm. If you're in a flip flop, it's gonna take the top of your toe right off. Yeah, I, I, it's like regular stuff that happens to people when they wear flip flops. Yeah, like I, when I went to Europe, I was like, when I was in London, I was wearing flip flops all the time, Ooh. and I just uh, they because like it depends on which one you're wearing, but like like I was wearing just they're just flat ones like this, just slide your yeah. foot in the little band. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, I can't, I can't wear those anymore. They're just I never uh, I never had confidence in the one that's just like the the strap that goes over your foot, like the Adidas and Nike to make those. It was like a little strap. You the... kind of like put your foot in like a slipper. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I never had confidence that, that yeah. was going to stay on my foot. Like I've got, like I said, everybody kind of knows I got those monkey feet. Mm-hmm. I just grab onto the thing, a little, little thong yeah. that goes in there. The thongs, I like a thong flip flop. Yeah, I like those. I like those because those, those are those are so comfortable because they have those yeah, little yeah. Bo- those little beads at the bottom. Yeah, they I feet. love those. Those are so good. Yeah, I was never big on those. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. I don't know something about those. Just like the whole thing, and everybody had them. Maybe mm-hmm. that was it too. I was like, yeah, everybody else got them. Every step was like a massage. You're like, ah, yeah. ah. I'm not big like a, a joiner of like a consumer. Pro- I, uh, I should, I should preface that by saying today I did like a, a impulse buy that blew up my face. So there was some consumerism in me today. What'd you buy? A t-shirt that I shouldn't have bought. Oh, I just I was gonna buy a. Uh, uh, an Atari, Atari. Hey, look, I'm wearing it now. I was gonna buy an Atari T-shirt today. Mm-hmm. A really nice Atari T-shirt. I was at Old Navy. I was buying some stuff for my nephew, um, little guy. And I saw an Atari T-shirt for little kids, and I saw the corresponding adults size. 
So I was like, wouldn't it be great if I showed up in London with one for him and one for me? We'd be twinsies, even though he's like a little golden god. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's uh, only half Indian, so he's got like the blonde hair. The kid is, he's like a surfer. Oh, he looks, he, looks, he looks like Adam Warlock. He, he looks like Adam Warlock, mm-hmm. just glowing. Yeah. So um, I was going to buy the, the corresponding t-shirt. I'm like, ah, no, it's 24 bucks. I'm not going to buy it. It's not exactly what I want anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I was uh, at Marshall's getting some other stuff. No shout-outs to you companies because you won't give us no money. No. But um, I, I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want anything from Marshall's. Yeah, I don't want anything from Marshall's anyway. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. good to buy cheap stuff for, like, you know, when you're going on vacation. And that's it. Uh, if you I, can find I, I really would, cheap I would, stuff. I would just go to H&M. Yeah, H&M's better. You're it's, right. It's it is cheaper. much better. It it's is it's cheaper. so cheap, yeah. And you're getting you're getting that quality. So. And good quality stuff. Or Or Uniqlo. Uniqlo is great too. Yeah. I should start going to Uniqlo. Yeah. So yeah, I went to the Marshalls and I saw a, uh, a Toronto Blue Jays shirt that looked really nice. I was like, Blue Jays! Mm-hmm. Love the Jays! I bought <laughs> it and the shirt was garbage. And I, I don't know why I didn't try it on because I'm not the kind of guy who tries things on in stores. I don't, I don't really try things on either. I just buy it and then I take it home and I'm like, ah, because then I can try, because I don't like, I like to try on things Sorry to cut you off. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, this is part of the conversation. Yeah, so like, I just like to take things home with me and then like look at okay, compared to like what I have in my in my closet. Yes, I'm okay. It goes with this, this, and this. okay. It's I can use this for, um, it's uh, it's it's something that can go with. It's versatile. It's a versatile piece of yeah. So then I'm like, you know what? Then I'll then I'll then I'll then I'll take it right. And then, but if I if it doesn't go with anything, I'll just put it in my car. And the next time I'm around that store, mm-hmm. just return it. And then see, that's the way I should do it because now in my head I'm thinking. Now the ride back to Marshalls is probably going to cost like three bucks in gas because gas is like thick six thousand dollars a liter, so it's going to cost me that much just to go back and return it. But now you're right; I'm just going to leave it in my car. Yeah. When I'm in the area, it goes back to the store. Exactly. Yeah. I did. I did this too. Water bottles. I just bought. I was on a road trip, so I bought this stupid water bottle. I have to admit this. This is a great deal. Well, that's it's already it's paid for. Refillable. Yeah, it's, it's it's paid for itself already. So. Hey, look at that. Same as he's drinking time. Yeah. How's your week, buddy? Otherwise. Uh, good. It just, uh, work-wise good. And yeah, man, just uh, continue to try to drop the pounds. So. You've been doing a pretty good job. You're on the bike a lot this week. You're really, uh, like dialing in. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. The, um, uh, the pace is good. Um, like today I went, yeah, it, yeah. Pace is good. Um, I'm not getting like. Super tired at the end. I'm not like, oh, I'm just gonna go to sleep, or whatever. That no, the pace mm-hmm. is really, really good. Feels feel strong. Don't tire out. Don't like certain parts where you're going to do inclines. You're like sometimes I'm I'm like, hey, this is the part where I'm like just gonna coast for a bit and take a break. And no, I just power right through. Just so. right through. Yeah. Uh the the neighborhood that you go through that we well we went through that one time. Mm-hmm. It's got its up and some ups and downs. It's got like stretches and a little bit of hills. And, yeah, you know, it's not, but it's nothing it's, crazy. But it's no, got, like it's, enough to to get you. It's like it's honestly it? yeah, just that because the one it's the same. It's the route that I usually take you on. Mm-hmm. The last one that but last time we went riding, I think it was like a year and a half ago or something or two oh, years a ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it was probably two years ago. I think so. And um, but yeah, it's just like city riding, no problem. Um, there's just there's moments where you can catch speed now depending mm-hmm. upon like how hard you're going, um, depending on your heart rate. You're going to be like places where you're either uh, your if your heart rate's at certain uh, beats per minute, you're either doing uh, um, more strength training or just, mm-hmm. when, it, when it gets just, when it gets higher and higher, it's more of a weight loss. Uh, yeah. You're in the weight loss phase, basically, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, so I should, I should try to push as hard as I can, especially on Nolwood's Road. Um, when I come out from uh, Nolwood Road, um, and then um, I'm on Mills Road going east by um this place yeah, yeah and i'm just powering right through like when i see the good water like when i'm going through there i'm like <sighs> i just go right just, and then that's There's some up, nice stretches there. yeah and that's like that's kind of a, an <clears throat> uphill gradient mm-hmm. but yeah you just try to like just push through as hard as you can and then just uh, when you when you go around when you go around like that to the left you just uh, yeah i'm just like <sighs> like that just like that it's a very like a edmonton conversation but if anybody is in our neighborhood they know exactly what you're talking about yeah like everybody in this, in this part of town mm-hmm. has been on that road multiple times yeah so yeah it is there is a good uphill before the park on the side mm-hmm. and then it's just but it's a stretch right you can really just like just press oh yeah you got once, once you get once you get up the incline yeah and you're good just um just gear just uh gear down and then just and just uh just just go hard oh for sure yeah i've noticed uh lately like speaking of you know like health and taking care of yourself I, maybe it's the algorithm like once you start reading about a few things and like more things keep popping up about like people getting into shape and whatnot mm-hmm. but there is this like uh there's almost a five things you should eat or hacks to do after a certain age like there's a lot of that online right now that people are trying to come up with ways that you can minimize your workout time but maximize your results. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in that. Like I'm not, I'm not a believer I don't, in that. Yeah, I'm, I don't buy into that idea that there's a, a cheat to get into really good shape. It, I, I, you know, the thing is, it's so <clears> dependent <throat> upon like people's 
Uh, it still depends on the person. Absolutely. I, I, there's no I one so. blanket like yeah, rule. Yeah, what works for you is probably could not work for me, and like and and vice versa, right? Well, case and, in point, uh, drinking. Yeah, we, there you we go. were just this morning yeah, talking about like go. how yeah. we drink, right? Mm-hmm. Like with you, you like to you were saying you have to eat something. I have to have something in my system, yeah. Otherwise, or my right. system gets too acidic and it's bad. It'll just, it, re- the worst. It'll just um, whatever's in my system, it was it gets too acidic and then pops it right out. Yeah, and whereas me, if I if I eat anything before I drink, I'm just drunk for days. Yeah, I like, can't do it. It's like I'll feel it tomorrow. I'll feel it day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, which is a big part of why I just don't drink anymore. Because I also like to eat a lot of food. Yeah, yeah. I, I find I find if I, if I don't puke, the next mm. days are right off. If I'm if I'm drinking really hard, um. So yeah, and like I talked about this with my uncle. Like they were saying, like how a lot of my relatives and even some of my like a lot of my relatives, like uh, in England, and uh, they're just like these guys are like they drink like a lot. Like you know, on the weekend is like a time Excessive. to drink. Yeah, I uh, like we don't like like everyone in Edmonton like we don't so like. The only time we do it is during a uh, reception or a wedding, and then yeah. we go we go absolutely hard, and then that's it for that one weekend, and then we wait until the next one, or like I'll have or you like pick the day you want to drink exactly, just yeah, power through that day. just power through that day. So yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I'm not a heavy, I can't take it. My body's just like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if it's like too old for that. Maybe you just gotten into a routine where you take such good care of yourself that it is a poison going into your system. It if you is, don't yeah. do it all the time. Like I, I, we talked about it last time. I've got a few friends that I've kind of reconnected with in the last little while. I knew since high school or, or whatever it is. And um, these guys have been power drinking since we were in high school. Like mm-hmm. every night or every other night, yeah. whatever it is, is, is an excuse to just get ripped. Like mm-hmm. the second work is done, it's five o'clock somewhere. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And um, they're it's like they're all right. Like the next morning, they're functional. But if I drank like what those guys do just for a weekend, mm-hmm. forget about it, man. Like, I just, I, I don't drink like that anymore. I never really did. Mm-hmm. And now when that becomes an option where I'm going to go out, like, we have, we got a wedding coming up where I'm probably going to put a few in. And I'm dreading that idea to the point where I might oh, not no. even drink yeah, the wedding. Yeah, I, you know what, man? Just let loose, man. Yeah, let, let, well, let, yeah, just go just go there and let the, like, the circumstances dictate everything. But the circumstances dictate the following morning. Is what really gets me. It's like I feel like that whole day is such a write-off. Well, the thing is that you're going you're going there to have a good time, right? So maximize your good time. Can I do without drinking? I think I can. No, you don't have to get drunk. No, but anything will do to me. Like these days, if I have say like two drinks, or if I have fifteen drinks, the next day is the same for me. Oh, then just don't. Then just if everyone else is drinking and you're not, and they're like, you're like, come on, do do have a drink with us? Then you have to have one. If everybody else jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Yeah. So, Probably. Yeah. So like, I, like that's what I do. Like, if there's someone says like, where's, where, where's your drink? And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, yeah, let's just have one, right? And then so, um, but yeah, but I, I'm the first person to admit when, when if there's a group chat of the wedding, I'm like, yeah, I can't lie. I threw up yesterday. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what? It's it's not even a matter that you're lying about. You're just honest with what's going on in the system. People, I think it's yeah, because I think it's hilarious. I, yeah, it is kind of funny. I think it is. I yeah. think it's kind of funny. I think it's fun. I'm not funny. It's enjoy. It's fun stories. Yeah, and I'm a gentleman about it. Like yeah. when I was on, I when I was on the way home from my from Gertage's wedding, I was like, I'll go, I told my uncle, I'm like, uncle, can you do me a favor? And he's like, what is it? I'm like, you just pull aside for one second. And I was like, sure. And he's like, I went out. So I was like, yeah, just one second. And so I got out the door. I emptied out. And he was turning the car around. But before he turned the car around, I was already ready, ready to go back in the car. I was like, okay, I'm all good to go. That is gentleman. Yeah. And I was very courteous. Yeah. And then when I'm I got back. throw up in your car. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then when I got home, I, I was lying down. And I was like, oh, shit. And I got up. And I went to the washroom. And I puked out everything. There was about a liter of alcohol that came out of me. Oh, my God. But you feel so much better. Oh, and there was no solids. It was all liquid. Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says, man. It's like the second you vomit. Life oh, is yeah, I slept, I slept infinitely like, bad. Oh yeah, I slept like a baby. I woke up. I was all refreshed. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's go. Ready, ready to go. Ready to go again. Yeah, I. Uh, oh god, I think because I, I kind of feel like for me, it's the company. It's I'm not there for the alcohol. I'm there for the company. Oh, so yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure at this point now, like I mean, I've gone out a few times with these guys, and I, I haven't had anything to drink, and um, it's it's back to that where I can I can be there and have a good time. And enjoy the conversation, enjoy the company to a point. Mm-hmm. At, at some point, usually around like twelve thirty, everybody is so gooned that the conversation is just like uh, like these soliloquies of of drunken slurring. It's like they're, they're just like monologues. Twelve thirty, wow, 12 30. that's late. And it's late, man. By twelve thirty, they are just like obliterated and mm. like obliterated, obliterated. And they've been drinking since like before I got there. Mm-hmm. Like, they have started from like five thirty, six o'clock. I usually show up around like nine. 
And the three hours, three, four hours I'm there for, it's just like pound, 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 pound. Wasted. Holy, yeah. Yeah, we're usually done by like 10. And we're like, everyone's just like ready. Every, like, the gate party's getting started. Let's go. And we'll just like go on till like, until we're forced to get, uh, until they throw us out of there. Until they get rid of you. Yeah, but you guys like start late, go late. We start early and we, we start. Just, early we, we start yeah, we start early and go late. <laughs> yeah, no, I start late and I just I hope that it's like done by the time I get there. Like yeah. that's always my thing. It's like I'm gonna show up late and hopefully everybody is so freaking gone mm-hmm. by the time I get over there that I'll be like, all right, cool, everybody's wasted. I'll just I'm out of here. Yeah. Anybody need a ride? No, nobody came. Later, bye. Oh yeah, like I'm like um uh first of all the first thing I do is like I'm like I put on my phone. I'm like, hey, where am I staying today? tonight if i'm not if my uncle's if i'm my ride's leaving and i have to crash someone's place i'm like yeah. let's figure this out okay i'm you're staying with me for the rest of the night because we're going home together and so I'll, I'll stick with my aunt my uh my cousin or whatever that he's like yeah just crash in my place i'm like yep. okay, fine. wherever we're going we go together yeah so yeah that's always good too though mm-hmm. i mean there are certain times that you are with people who you trust and then you can kind of let loose oh yeah for sure and that's always that's always the best way to go mm-hmm. and uh, maybe that's what it is maybe it's it's lately i've not been with people who i feel like i can 100 percent trust in the situation I'm in, mm-hmm. whether or not I'm the I'm the the DD, in which case I'm not drinking, or like I've gone out somewhere and met up with people because like we were in the general vicinity, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, I don't trust those people either, so I'm yeah. just not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not gonna drink. Yeah, there's like, besides family and friends, like there's I'm very p- careful who I drink around. Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, like or yeah. um yeah or like if I'm drinking around people, I'm just like I'll drink. I'm like I'm like or I'll just tell them like, exactly. I'm like. I'll be like, well, where's your drink? And they're like, oh, that, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm finished. I'm like, okay, you're fucking, I'm, I'm not talking to you anymore because <laughs> you're fucking useless. <laughs> I'm done. I'm finished. I'm gone. It's like, oh, yeah. you're gooned and no longer a point, at a point where I can have a good conversation with you. Yeah. Even at like, our staff party in November, my Christmas party, I was like, everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to drink. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, like, Rod, you're going to drink? And I'm like, I will. I said, I said, I'm not going to drink, but I will definitely out drink all of you. No, oh, God. That's rough. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I just, I just threw the gauntlet down. I'm like, okay, let's see how. Let's. I just said, okay, let's see how much. Because I like, I said, I'm not sure how much you guys drink, but when my family and I get together, I'm like, um, I'm like, you guys are gonna, I'm gonna, you guys are going home in body bags, okay? So, and then so <laughs> that guy's going home in a yeah. body bag. And I said, and I said, I said, and I will definitely, and I'll be able to drive home. Oh God! Oh, and, and dude! And no, no, this is what happened. So I, because the thing is, like, if you do, all you have to do is just space it out. That's all you have to do. Oh, no, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. No, no, because a lot of people don't realize that in their mind, it's binge drinking. Yeah, they go to Jordan, it's not. It's it's straight, yeah. It shouldn't be that. No. It should be. Like, uh, a great example is we went on a, a camping trip one time. And the whole idea that me and a buddy of mine had was twelve or 24 beers in 12 hours. And then, like, halfway through, we're like, this is, we're not, we're amateurs, man. We can't do that. So it became like. In 12 hours? Yeah, in 12 hours. Oh, you're going to piss all it out. So It's all going to go, right? Mm-hmm. But we were eating a lot of food. So it got to the point where we thought, well, what if we, like. Layer that down like twelve beers in twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Forget twenty four. Yeah. But once you hit twelve and twenty four, and you make it something like workable, yeah. you're drinking a lot of water, you're playing a lot of sports, you're having a good time. Before yeah. you realize it, you've worked most of that out, mm-hmm. and then you've eaten all your days worth. Like this is barbecue, so yeah. meat. You're not eating a lot of like like uh, meat, carbs. Bre- meat, bread, and uh, no carbs. It's all pork. All pork. Oh. I I brought about twenty pounds of marinated pork that I let marinate for like two days mm-hmm. in garlic butter and uh, and beer. I found with barbecues, I have excellent. to have I have to have white bread with it. Really? Well, that's pure Texas stuff. That's Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dry white toast. Yeah, dry white toast. Yeah. You need Four that thick, whole chicken. You need that thick. You know that thick, just white, thick, that thick Texas, Texas cut. Yeah. yeah. I Texas love cut. I love that with uh with with uh with barbecue. I just I just love Cause, that cause in you can, general because you can mop up the sauce. Well, that's just there for. Yeah, exactly. Oh, weirdly that you mentioned that today was the um, Cook's tour episode of him going to do all the barbecue. Oh really? Oh man, Bourdain eating barbecue. He did a whole pig where they like take the pig and they just like roast it mm-hmm. and flip it over and rip all the insides out and mix it all together in the spices and put it back in. Yeah. And the crackled skin. I know, man. Oh, uh, man. Just, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not saying that it's wrong to not eat pork. There's people who do it for religious reasons. There's people who do it because like they just don't like the idea of the, like a pig eats. Yeah. Whatever it is. Y'all are missing out because like Travolta's right. Bacon tastes good. Bacon does pork taste good. Tastes yeah. good. I can li- I can, bacon does taste good. I can live without it because mm. you don't you can't. What? No, I can live without it. I can oh. I totally can. Like, but when I have awesome. it, it's when I have it, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I remember uh, we were uh, my whole family and I. We took a trip to Cal. Uh, we were in California and uh, we rented uh, this this mansion in Malibu. And uh, and actually, for the amount of people caught, like for three days for each person was mm-hmm. like it was like maybe ninety bucks. 
Well, how big was it? Um, oh, it was big group. Yeah, it was, it was a big group. And then yeah. the house, every the house, every room in the house had a washroom, and uh, it was crazy. It was like it was, it was kind of an old school house. Like, it looked like it was built in the eighties, but it was mm. a ma- it was massive, like a Hearst Mansion type thing. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, but uh, the thing is that there was a um, there was menorahs everywhere. Oh. And right. so we're like, hey, this is a Jewish house, right? But Uh-oh. then, yeah, then my, all my cousins were like cooking bacon for breakfast. Oh, man. And so, and then like at the end, the last day, we were that like. feels dirty. Yeah. Then like, uh, it was for Christmas too. And then during Christmas, because Christmas without snow is weird. And so we're like, uh, uh, the last day where like, everyone's eating plante and stuff like that and Indian food. And I'm like, my cousin's like, uh, you know, he's like, he's like, let's not, I don't want to eat this for Christmas dinner and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, where do you want to go? And he's like, there's a Nobu, just like on the beach. All right. Malibu Beach, right? Yeah. Nobu is like a, a very, very good, very good restaurant. And uh, we went there. And then I don't know why. He's like, I think we picked up more bacon afterwards. And then we went then in the morning. We're, the morning we were leaving. We're like, we have so much bacon after. We have so much bacon left. What are we going to do with this? Oh, no. So we cooked it all. And the entire house just reeked. Oh, I should I shouldn't say reeked. It smelled of bacon, well, which was delicious. Well, bacon smells heavenly. Oh, yeah, it does. There's no reek of bacon. If you oh, yeah. open a door and get hit in the face, two smells. If you get in the face, it's going to make you happy. And I don't care what anybody says. Fresh baked bread and bacon. Yeah. And maybe cookies. Yeah. But it's definitely third. Bread and bacon is number one and two. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Then uh, I was like, then uh, my my cousin goes like, uh, he goes, I said, we're going to get in shit for like cooking, cooking all this bacon nah, in here. Man, and then, uh, then he goes... If they goes if they say anything, he's like, I'll pay the damage deposit. Well, what are you gonna say? If you yeah. if you have your place out for rent on a VRBO or Airbnb, oh no, I, I think I think that was the stipulation. She said no cooking bacon in the house. Oh really? Oh, so it was in there like no bacon, no bacon. So he, I think he paid like uh, I think he paid like a thousand dollars for like. Oh no. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I I don't like that. I you'll, if you have stipulations like that, like no, don't cook bacon, don't cook beef, don't rent your house out. Oh, I, I think it's like because I think they were okay with us cooking it outside. No, I don't but care. We, but we kicked it in. I don't know what it was, but like I'm like, I don't care. We, yeah, we ate it anyway. So. Make it anyway. I don't think so. I don't think you can put that kind of thing on there. It's like, unless you're, unless you've put on there, like you're only renting the people of a certain religious, like, like organization, group, whatever you want to call it. What are the, what, what's the word for, uh, when you're in a religion, they call you like a name for the group of people who practice religion. Adherent? No, no, no. no maybe. <laughs> no, that's not the word I was gonna think of. It is adherent, like they, like Muslims have like. Well, you are an adherent of a religion. Yeah, but there's like you are a uh, there's a there's a name for when you're a group of people in a religion. Yeah, who a cares? sect. Maybe a certain <laughs> sect. No, it's your sect. I like sect. Any sect? No, it's like if you are a certain sect of people, and you're like, oh, we're only renting to these people because it's the same religion, and I don't want no bacon in my house. Then you've got to like. You got to go on, like, that website. You can't go on VRBO. It's got to be, like, like menorahhouse.com. Well, we, we, well, we have the option to say no. Like, so we said, if they said no no cooking bacon in the house, nah. we could have said no. But, like, that nah. house was just, per- it was right on the beach. And um, uh, what's it called? Oh, I, I, you know what I saw in the on the beach? Hmm. Uh, I, I told you this. I, I can't remember. I can't believe I didn't tell you this. You know what I saw man on the beach? No idea. You won't even believe it. Oscar the Grouch. No. Just like Chevy Chase in Fletch gear. Fletch 1, Chevy Chase. Fletch 2, Chevy Chase. Just roller skating. That old man costume. Mm-hmm. That was Fletch 1, Chevy Chase. Yeah. I know, because he was away from me and I waved at him. It was Chevy Chase. No. It, you know who it was? Bill Murray. Jeffrey Dahmer. Musician. Uh, 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 Pete Wentz. <laughs> Pete Wentz. Holy crap. <laughs> you know who it was? <laughs> no, man. Uh, Matt Bellamy. Oh, get out of town. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's where he just got divorced from uh, uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Oh, that's a, that's a good divorce. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She seems like a nice girl. Yeah, I saw him there. I'm like, I, I was like, uh, I, I was like, I just went, hey, Matt. And he looked at me and I was like, uh, and I, I just waved to him. I'm like, Matt, huge fan. And he was already going, walking with someone. I was like, I, and he just waved at me. He's like, he's like, he said, thanks, brother. And he just walked away. Just heroin chic. Yeah. Looking like a live action member of the gorillas. Mm-hmm. Walking on the street. Just doing yeah. his Matt Bellamy oh, thing. Did, did you see the new Matt? Did you see the new Muse uh, concert that came out in uh, uh, in Germany? Not. Oh my god! Oh no, crazy. actually, I did because you shared that. Oh no, no, this just came out a couple of days ago. Well, the newest one. Yeah. I did oh not my see god, that. it's crazy. I've not seen that. Yeah, they um, there was this scene where he's playing um this uh, he comes out and he's playing like he well they played some of the new songs mm-hmm. and then like they were playing all the hits from their um their old albums, and then he came out and he was wearing like this uh. Like, you know remember in Simulation 3, he was wearing that jacket that had, that goes with the beat? Yeah, kind of one that glows and that, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes a beat, it goes, it goes, it, it just glows. Yeah, 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 And he came out with a power glove, 
and it was actually a synthesizer on it. Oh, get a touchpad, and he was playing um, "Behold the Glove," like, and he was just doing it like on his That's glove, like cool. that. It was so crazy. They're a very like a uh, innovative band, like yeah. everything about, and you know, with the times too. I think the I think, last one, anything at all. He was also playing "Uprising." That little, he's like. He's like, doo, oh, he had that doo, little doo, pad. Doo, doo. No. Yeah, not that pad. I was like, holy shit, that's just incredible. The best guitarist of his generation. Yeah, he's up there. I can't think yeah. of anybody else right now that you can that you can tell me is doing innovative work like what Muse is doing, and not just best guitarist, best bassist. They've got this like like this do this duo, this power duo in music right now that I think is super underrated. If you don't know about Muse, you got to start learning about Muse. Power I think, duo. Yeah. I think they just started watching their live shows. Yeah. I go, well, who else is out there? What other... I mean, forget about uh, Gary Clark Jr. and all these other guys that people really like right now. They're very basic, traditional... They do some wild shit with their guitar. And they're great. And like, they're, they're great. There's, yeah, I would put, like, Matthew Bellamy, like, he's probably my favorite guitarist. I think he's number one for me right now. Mm. As far as, like, like real musical innovation goes, every track sounds different. Every every live show has got some other wild shit he's gonna do. Yeah, like just crazy stuff that you're like, well, I know a lot of people can do it, but they're not doing it, and Bellamy is doing it. Yeah, what's that Muse guy? Is doing? Yeah, who's that? that's Steve? Steve Vai. Steve Vai. Steve Vai's good too. Steve yeah. Vai of his era. Yeah. Steve Vai, uh, Joe Satriani, yep. Yingui Malmsteen. These guys in their era and were, and were was, the gods. Yeah, and who was the guy from Red Red Hot Chili Peppers? That was uh Fushanti. Fushanti. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty he good got, too. Yeah. Again, really mm-hmm. good. Different era. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of feel like they're still around. They're still there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they kind of had their day. And sure, I, I think like guys like Bellamy kind of built up on what these guys are doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially like if you look at Steve Vai and Satriani and Ying Malmsteen. There were these this certain era of these like wild guitar gods of like the, the mid-90s, early 90s. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. surfing with the alien. Oh, yeah. No Phenomenal. Kidding. You can't tell me that didn't influence Muse. Oh, yeah, for sure. Muse was influenced by like uh, like definitely like... Depeche Mode, Radiohead. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, they're just uh, you two. Um, they take they take they take a lot of cues from them. Absolutely. Yeah, but Absolutely. Um, oh, speaking of Depeche Mode, uh, R.I.P. for R.I.P. Buddy. Yeah. Just recently, Andrew right, Fletcher. Week? Yeah. Yeah, so I just read that and I was like, oh, that's a that's a big loss. Huge loss. I went home and I just listened to Depeche Mode all night. Yeah. Oh man, people don't realize Depeche Mode is still relevant. Like they're still touring. They're still touring. Well, I mean, yeah. they took the COVID break, but they're still they're still touring and huge huge yeah. tours all over Europe. Yeah. So, you know, if you just thought it ended with uh, with Revolver. What was yeah. that? Revolver? The that last, was the, the, the last, last big one in North America. Everybody big, kind of remembers. Oh, no, that was, um, uh, that was after Tour of the Universe. There was, um, uh, oh, my God, what was it? Am I st- stupid? Was it after, though? Yeah. It's... I'm thinking, like, you know, think people generally in their head think of Depeche Mode as being, like, a, like an 80s band. Mm-hmm. At least in North America. Yeah. But it was, like, they dominated from the 80s all the way to, like, the 2000s to now. Like doing stadium tours in Europe. Yeah. So I mean, what, what you don't have here anymore? Like we have not got. I don't. I don't think Spirit. That's, well, maybe Spirit. Yeah, that's the, that's the last album. Yeah. Um, you don't think about those kind of tours in North America outside of like what U two kind of did there for like the early two thousands, like yeah. Europa and mm-hmm. what was the other big one? Um, there was the. Uh, they had those two really not ele- elevation. Elevation, elevation yeah. So yeah. those two big tours they did were huge, mm-hmm. but they weren't anything like what happens in Europe. Oh yeah, like YouTube is just—they're um, great. But I, I honestly like um, YouTube's music has got just suffered for the past like maybe twenty years. Twenty years. I'll say twenty years. Yeah, like I think my last album that I really liked from them is uh, was honestly all that you can't leave behind. That was it. It ends for me there. It is for you there. For me. For me is before that. For I think that's it. I think I think you can. My catalog for you too. They had the one after that. Oh, I think my mine was uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that album with the fly on it? Oh, Dead Air. I can't remember the name. Even better than the real thing. That yeah. came that came out when I was in junior high. Was that? Oh, what's the name of that fucking album? Yeah, but that, that is the that, that, yeah that, that that's how much I that, that's how much I listen to YouTube. Yeah, no, for me it ends it goes all the way up until that big greatest hits compilation they did mm-hmm. right after like right around the time of all the can't leave acting baby acting baby Jesus Christ right. yeah um no a, a great album too unbelievable you know, unbelievable album. I I, ends... I had the I had the cover of that posted on my locker uh, <laughs> everybody did yeah that was a good cover yeah and the details of where Bono's like just lighting a cigarette yeah. I have that uh, picture on my. Uh, on my locker. <laughs> I knew a guy who took heat for having the cover of Boy on his locker. He's like, gay. I'm like, no, man. You don't know. Don't you have no that. idea. That's a cool That's a cool image. Like, you know, like a war child. Like, that's a pretty, pretty cool idea. Yeah. But um, no, I think that's it. It ends there. And everything else they did after that, 
is just something that exists in a parallel dimension mm-hmm. that just does its own thing. Random little hits. And they did that thing where they forced people to download their album on Apple Apple Music. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Where you bought an iPhone, it was already there. And everybody's like, well, what the hell is this? I hate you too. Like, it's your like, free album. It's your free album. Like, no, free no, album. no, thank you. I don't want this. This is awful. No. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like anything about it. It's weird. You force it into my head. Yeah. Actually, it's forced in my playlist when I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Actually, I felt kind of bad because I was even make fun of those glasses that he always those tinted glasses, but he actually has it, like a, an eye like problem. A problem with his eyes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. That's not, that was pretty bad. No, I don't mind. I uh, I liked YouTube. I'll still listen to older YouTube, but for me, it's like, it kind of ends there. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Hey, I was uh, I was start talking this week to a bunch of people about how we're having the same arguments over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's become super cyclical now because I know, like, that gun control thing just like, got uh, got passed or it's going up to maybe potentially being shot down, but it mm-hmm. might pass, like, bipartisan gun control. Yeah. But the idea is that how... And this, this kind of goes in line with your concept of the simulation theories. I know you're a big believer in... Or, or potentially, mm-hmm. you're, allow, you're allowing yourself to become more of a believer of simulation theory. Yeah, okay. And the idea of simulation theory kind of, for me anyway, is that that's why sometimes you get stuck in these ruts. Mm-hmm. Because the simulation won't let you get out of those ruts because we are just NPCs moving through the world. Yeah. And that's why we keep having the same ideas over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, we're, we're just bumping to a wall, moving on to the next thing. Except we're a Roomba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah. we're basically human Roombas. Yeah. You bump into a wall, you move back, you bump into a towel, you move back. And that's that's I think, all we do. Yeah, I think when you bump into the wall and you move it back, the the, the, the reality has totally changed. It's completely changed. Yeah. <laughs> but the, that that starts sitting in my head, right? Mm-hmm. So I start thinking about like the idea of gun control. I start thinking about the idea of like Roe versus Wade being repealed. How like gay rights, abortion, racism, all these things are still happening over and over again. I got in this weird like thought cycle that kind of freaked me out a little bit. But that's essentially you don't know if you're crazy. Because nobody's, like, even if somebody tells you you're crazy, even if, even if I'm standing here and we're having a conversation and you're being completely, like, like an unreliable narrator mm-hmm. and you're telling me the same stories over and over again and maybe that camera's not really there. Maybe we're just, like, having a, having a conversation. But you think the camera's there. You think that we're shooting a podcast. But we're not. But really, you're just, like, you're gonzo, man. You're gonzo. You're yeah. mentally completely out there. Like an Alzheimer's patient, a dementia patient. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. They, they don't know what's going on. They'll tell you the weirdest thing happened to them. And I know you didn't came to the sky and ate my taco. You're like, yeah. I don't know. I, do I know? So all those things are really opening my eyes to, well, who knows? Maybe we are in some sort of weird ass simulation. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's, uh, that's a good, that's a good, that's, that's a good point to labor over. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point to labor over. But that's like, it all stems from this, this thought, this concept that we're just having the same arguments over and over again. And nothing ever changes. No, nothing. like no, nobody grows. Nothing. Well, I thought you were. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Pull out like a thing to like you know show me your card. Like, yeah, the well, yeah. <laughs> this is what we did LSD tests in Charles Manson. Yeah, I was gonna pull it out. I'm like, I just gas you in this thing. Oh, that's another one. Like Manson, the LSD tests. And that what was that? Tom, Tom, whatever his name is. He wrote that book about Charles Manson. He did the podcast a few years ago. Yeah. The whole concept that they're putting thoughts into people's heads with LSD and like real deep like NLP shit. Yeah, I think when it comes those ones, I think it's just because I think it's just curiosity and like and being allowed to get away with stuff that's not legal. Oh, well, completely. Yeah, yeah. So or a loophole into loop, being yeah. legal because you're the CIA. Exactly. Yeah. So you're just like, you know what? This um we've always wanted to try this and yeah. these are these are outlandish ideas. Then like so cuz someone in a bunk someone in it's a dangerous someone in a what's it called? Uh a bunker. In a, yeah, in a, in a room like just like from uh the men who stare at goats. It's like looking at goats through Oh, no, like or or from a fucking make them uh, die. Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. The war room. The war room, basically, yeah. right? And they're just thinking about, like, you know, how can we... Uh, we've been through this many wars. We've seen this. They've, We've, like, we're just... We're on the outside looking into so many government secrets that, yeah. uh, like, nothing surprises me anymore. No. I'm like, what, what could be... Um, uh, what they're doing to people, what they're doing to, like... Because, like, think about what they've been doing to people since, like, since world, after World War II. Think about, like, that. that was, like... You know, how many years ago was that? That was like 80 years ago. Look at the Russian animal tests. Yeah. Like like, like taking a dog's head, taking it off, then plugging it up to all these electrodes and shit. And see if it like... And see if it like bark. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I mean, that was stuff that was happening. What you think is just like... In our in my mind, anyway, that seems like future science. But it's also like, you know, what 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 piques your scientific curiosity? Is it, be- is it because you want to learn something and help yeah. mankind? Or you just want to find something that'll... Um, 
change human consciousness or something that will just like, you know, what can we do to like make people suffer? I've said it before, man. I'm convinced that that concept of like how far are you willing to go with scientific uh, like technology? Like how far are you willing to push technology? Mm-hmm. I am convinced, convinced there's at least a thousand human clones out there right now walking around. Like real it. straight up clones, man. I to be honest, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I think I like who's to stop some countries? Like I just, I think that's a fair statement. I think it's a to fair be, to be honest with you. Thought, I, think, I think that's I think that's a true statement. Yeah, I think I mean, when you when you think about the billions of people on the planet, and there are governments out there that just don't give a shit. Ethics be damned. We'll do what we want. I'm oh yeah, certain. yeah. They're not they're not bound by any mor- morality or no. Um, that crimes of moral turpitude thing does not apply to them. No. Like, no, the ethics line that whatever that line is that oh no there's line, the, yeah no the ethics is not is not included in their constitution no, it's gone it's it doesn't gone. exist no. and they just do whatever they want just to see what happens I mean you can't tell me that some of these people out there who are like you know the the doping that Russia does they haven't found ways to make people like using like CRISPR or whatever technologies are that they don't have labs dedicated. To oh, making a stronger, better, for sure faster, they do. They, for sure they do. I, like that's the thing. People say like that can't be like you know how big the world is. Do you know? What, yeah. Do you know what governments have have like have gone through and what they're? It's just like anything. Like when they say the truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah, I think that that's totally, totally true. Hundred percent. I think so. The truth is always wilder. Yeah, you're like holy shit. Is that possible? Like, like there's some books that you'll be like, like we talk about like how people can uh, our people are treated. There's this one book it's called something about the red czar it's about how um stalin was treating uh i think it's about how he was treating his uh um the, the russian people mm-hmm. i can't remember i don't know the content of it but i remember saying that a couple of people who read it um including like guys like people like elon musk for example other people like just people who have read it they said like I talked to people at, at, at chapters. So one person read it. She's like, are you sure you want to buy this book? Oh, God. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, that's, she's like, she's like, do you know the history of it? I said, no. And she's like, this book is so disturbing. Yeah. I'm not surprised, man. Yeah. In that era, you have to think of things like the Holdemore. Like, imagine that idea happening in 2022. I'm, it, it does happen. I'm sure there's wild shit in North Korea happening right now. Mm-hmm. But during that era where they were trying to starve out the Ukraine, when they were having to put signs up, Telling people that it's a sin to eat your children. Mm-hmm. Like, just make sure you understand this concept. Yep. That we're, we are going to starve out a people. We're just going to starve them to death in the millions. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make sure it's so bad that they just, like, give in to us. Yep. And they refuse to give in, but they put up signs in their country saying, remember, it's a sin to eat your children. Yeah. Like, that's how bad shit Yeah, goes. you have to be reminded of that. You're reminded of that kind of you're, stuff. You're, like, coming to your child like this. Yeah. Like, it's the road, Oh, yeah, man. that's right. It's yeah. like a Cormac McCarthy novel. Like, it was fucking oh, brutal yeah, out there. Yeah. And then, like, that, that's not even... I mean, that's not even that far back in our in our human history. But go further back to all that stuff they're talking about, like, uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis. Mm-hmm. Assholes. Mm-hmm. Genghis Khan and the... the Gen- it's Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis. It is. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, that whole thing about how there are mountains of bodies... My teeth are white. Yeah, they're very white. But the mountains of bodies thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were there were people who walked in that one town, that one city, mm-hmm. after he'd ransacked it. Like, it's a mountain we got across. I'm sure it was a mountain. Probably mm-hmm. the height of, like, the tallest tree in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But think about it for a second. Next time you're outside, look at the tallest tree in your neighborhood and think of a stack of bodies as yeah. high as the tallest tree in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Rotting corpses. Yep. And this is documented by, like... Hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. who who knew what was going on and tried to warn other armies that hey, if you go over there, mountain of bodies. Yep, that's insanity, man. I know that's it's crazy. That's madness. Humans are capable of just like the worst shit ever. Yeah, I, I should give, I should give you this book. Um, I don't know if you want to read it. Um, it's the the Rape of Man King. No, no, I've I've studied that intensively. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, that's God, again it's, not it's far so, back. It's so disturbing. Yeah. yeah, not far back in our human history. Yeah. And we got the gall to like call those little cherries Nankin cherries. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know that that yeah. book. I, I read it. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, I have to read this book. And um, I read it, and I bought I bought it. And the person's like, uh, I I bought it, and the guy didn't uh, he didn't say anything, but he's like, and he's like, I uh, and I was like, yeah, just give me it. And I, I went home and I read it, mm-hmm. and it's so, like I I I knew what happened, mm-hmm. but uh, but I never looked at YouTube videos or whatever like that. But the the just when I got to the part where they showed pictures and stuff like that of just yeah. like just bodies upon bodies just being like 
kicked into like just uh, into ditches and stuff like that. It's just oh ridiculous. It's just uh, it's I'm like don't I'm like Jesus Christ. I that mean, it's, term it's just, the rape of Nanking is not like facetious. No, it's not. It's uh, it's, it's accurate it's, to it, what happened. It's accurate or if um it's I think it's like it's being kind. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, no, like, you're right. No, it's just it, it's, to think like and like Japan's image just bounced back. Yeah, like I mean, no I'm not me- sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure how like old school like uh, like uh, Chinese people like look at look at Japanese people and be like, uh, oh, they hate them. They hate them. Like even like so, like old school Punjabi people, they the way they look at Muslims, they're yeah. like, yeah, like we don't forget. Yeah, there's you, a lot. Yeah, what you did to our gurus and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like, and that's why like the whole the whole concept of, like religion just fucks me off, man. Like the whole idea. Now the rape of Nanking is different. That wasn't like a religion, religion based uh, situation. That was like war based. That was war based, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the whole like the the entire idea of religion to think that somebody is different because they just happen to be born on the other side of an imaginary line and happen to think that something else is a representation of what whatever they think God is. Yeah. And so you get rid of all that stuff. You get rid of the get rid of the idea of borders. Get rid of the idea of religion. Everybody, at least for a little while, might chill out until they find the next dumb thing. Again, we're same same problems, man. We just repeat the same stupid mistakes. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know. Like that. That's the the wishful thinking that we can just uh, if we just uh, get rid of one get, problem. Get, yeah, just get rid of get rid of like just say you know what, guys, um, religion is no longer um, no longer a thing. Open mm-hmm. board stuff like that is like you know the problem is that we just cannot trust humanity with uh, right having open reign on just. Do whatever you want. We'll find something else. They'll find something else we'll to find, like destroy. Like, you think of the idea of the Bible, right? Like all the Bible. Again, again, people will be like, well, what do you know? It's like, well, I study this shit out of religion. That's how I know. I've got my own my own personal history of the religion. I've, I've, I've I'll have let you take this thing. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I have no idea. I, I don't study religion I've studied my religion. Well, the religion that I was born into. I've studied the Buddhism. I've studied uh, uh, Christianity. Like Old Testament, New Testament. You name it. I've gotten deep into it. Because I was, I was always very curious about this idea of religion. To me, it's like old school Avengers. Mm-hmm. But just to think that, like, 2,000 years ago, whatever, 2020, 22 years ago, this potential thing happens that changes the concept of religion. Mm-hmm. And it's looked at as a cult for, you know, 300 years, 400 years until somebody decides, well, we can manipulate this and make some money. Mm-hmm. And that's a religion. That's the idea of a religion. And then you get all these old stories that are, like, parables, Probably ways to live your life. There are tons of things that, uh, that exist in every religious text out there mm-hmm. that you can take and be a better person for. Yeah, you can take it out of that, and you can become a better person if you just decide to take those things. But then you go to war over dumb shit. Like the dumbest thing to me is like foreskins. Like the whole idea. It's like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna seal <laughs> land deal with Abraham, but he's gonna hold his kid up against a rock and just snip off the top the top of his dick. That's it. Yeah. Don't kill a goat. We're just gonna just just snip off. Yeah, and they picked 13. that because they 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 picked that up. They they probably chose that because they're like, okay, what painful thing and what 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 what, what would affect his child's is what could what could affect his child's manhood the most? Literally a blood sacrifice. Yeah. It's literally like a, a way to seal a deal on the promised land. Mm-hmm. But it's like the idea of that just like it blows your mind. People thought like if you told somebody today in 2022, hey, we'll give you back the land. That we promised you, but you gotta cut the tip off that thirteen-year-old's dick. Like, mm-hmm. are you out of your fucking mind? Like, who told you that? How is that even something you you could you could consider? But they're all just these stories and parables that people just took too far. That's it. That's all it is. More than likely, some dude's wife was sick of sucking dirty dick because his mm-hmm. foreskin was filthy, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know what you gotta do? You gotta get rid of that shit because every time I go down there, it's awful. Yeah. You don't clean that shit properly. No, I don't know. I just think it's. Uh, I don't. Know. I think the. Um... When it comes to religion, I think people are just, uh, um, I think it hurts people when they're introduced to it too early. Like when they're kids and they're like, um, indoctrinated they're, when, and they're kids and their parents take them to church and like, you know what, this is the, this is the way you should be living your life. Right. I think if you're, um, and then, but I think if you're introduced to it at an older age, you can take a look at it and be like, you know what, uh. Um, this is either for me or I'm not, you know, this is not for me or, yes. or you could be like, you know what? I need something right. to give me guidance or something like that. Then you're like, you can say, you know what? I see that I agree with this stuff, but I can, this stuff gives me like some sort of solace. This, yeah. this, this gives me some comfort. It gives me something to look forward to the stuff, other stuff. I'm like, you know what? That all, that, none of that stuff makes is bullshit. It's all crap. And so, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of, that's kind of the way I look at it. Think about that too, right? What you just said, like you shouldn't be introduced to it too, at too young of an age because it'll warp the concept of what it is to you. 
don't think it should be introduced to anything. It's, uh, yeah, other than books and yeah. uh, um, and but it's just right. Yeah, it's and, like and, don't yeah. talk about gay people. Yeah, before you're like too old enough to understand it. Yeah, exactly. Or Invisible you, Man in the Sky, cool. Yeah, I like when you're young. Just like your concern should be like making friends and going outside and playing. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. Yeah, and and focusing on school. That, but those are it. things that just kind of happen though. Like when you're a kid. Like, when you're a little kid and you just make mm. friends, like, you don't even know you're doing it. It's like they just show up. It's like, they're like teeth. One day, like a mouthful of teeth. Like, it's like you don't even, you don't put any effort into getting it. You just show up in the street one day. And next thing you know, you're like, I have friends. Like, I, these people are just my friends. And I then th- like 30 years from now, you're like, how do I, how do, I do that? Yeah, I think really good friends that you keep in your life will do more for you than any religion can do. Absolutely. Yeah. They keep you on the straight and narrow. They yeah. and 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 just like teeth. And you, and you and you guys rely on each other. You rely on each other. Yeah. You and rely on your teeth. Yeah, you're yeah you rely on your team, and then you you're, rely you're, on your you're, team, and you're there for each other. Yep. That's a there's something there. God damn. Yeah, bright teeth. Yeah, they're clean. And they're really they're really going there. There. Oh man, we got a little bit deep there. We got some some weird territory. <laughs> that was a crazy shit. Let's let's get some like fun stuff. Hey, you shouldn't trust game devs, because the game devs will just lie to you. They'll lie to you and and put out shit products. I don't know what happened this week, but I was on Reddit, and it just seemed like there were memes after memes, and then I started realizing that, oh, they're not lying at all. No. Because, like, since I can remember getting onto Steam, and pretty much since DLCs, I think the my first real, um, the first real introduction I had to how a game dev will fuck over an audience was on, uh, on, on Borderlands 2, when they had the keys... That you oh open yeah, the chests and the crates. I thought you were gonna say Battlefront two. I know, and then it was Battlefront two, yeah. and then it was uh, what was the one right after that? There was something else where it was just like the play or the pay to win, or the the gambling aspect of these games, and they were always broken aspects as well. I don't, I know Battlefront two was the one of the biggest ones with EA. Yeah, with EA. Yeah, well, they they basically introduced gambling to children. Yeah. Here, give me forty bucks, and maybe you'll open a crate that might have something in it. Yeah. It's like that's total bullshit. Yeah. But the concept of like um, where you could basically release a beta, mm-hmm. like you'll you're a game dev, you crunch and then you delay and you crunch and delay and you crunch and delay and you release a game that is just it's just broken. It doesn't mm-hmm. work properly. Yeah. And then you apologize, like we're sorry, we made a mistake, we screwed up. The next one will be better. But then another dev does the same thing. And then another one does the same thing. And then the one who initially apologized does the same thing. And they patch it. They, they release it. And Cyberpunk is a great example of that. Cyberpunk is the, is the is example the of that. the current leading example, I think, of that. It's playable, but it's still, not, it's still broken. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the same thing was happening for the longest time with like, uh, so like the things you own, right? You buy a phone. It felt like around 2013, 2015. If you bought a phone... Or any type of device that had like a internet connectivity or a device that was going to like make your life better. You were basically buying something with broken firmware. Mm-hmm. You were getting a beta firmware and it was going to suck. Yeah. The camera was going to work right. It wasn't going to, the Bluetooth was going to drop out. The Wi-Fi wouldn't work. And a patch would show up in a month or two. Mm-hmm. After all these devices were out there and all the information came back. And you realize, oh, we're just beta testers. Yeah. Like all of us, we're just beta testers. We pay 700 bucks for a phone to beta test your software mm-hmm. so that the version we get gets patched and fixed after we get it. Yeah. And then the next one does the exact same thing. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm a huge fan of. Like uh, when companies like put out a beta, so mm-hmm. you, you can take a look at it. Yeah. Like this is what it, like Battlefront 2042, whatever that is. They put out a beta. Then they, I don't know why they rushed the game. The game was like, like they rushed it and then it came out and it looked like it was on the original Xbox. That's what. That's so bad. The uh, the graphics were. It's it brutal. Was total, it was like brutal. it was broken. I'm like, I don't. I don't play Battlefront. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't play uh, um, Battlefield. But like, mm-hmm. that's just oh, that was, that's horrible. But it's a lack of respect for your audience. Like it's a lack of a lack of like uh, like empathy to really to a lot of kids. Because I mean, we as adults do play a lot of video games, mm-hmm. but the market is aimed at like teenagers. Yeah, teenagers for the most part are going to be your your long term customer. Your, yeah, your those are the people, those are the guys who play COD and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and you're just like you're just fucking them over for what yeah. for money? Like you're going to make a ton of money off it, mm-hmm. and then you know you're going to release DLC that costs money. Mm-hmm. These patches are free, but every other little bit they're getting is all going to cost these kids a lot of money. That a lot of them don't have. Yeah. So I, to me, it's like it's not like you're going to play video games and uh, become like a a mass shooter. Like I think that's bullshit. I mean, yeah, the idea that is, but you are going to play video games and become cynical. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to become incredibly cynical, or you're just one of those kids who blows their parents' money. Yeah, that's true. Um, the yeah, I don't know. I think that's 
Yeah, there's just too many there's too many like kids who are fat and overweight just sitting at home playing video games. Yep. Where you should be outside and uh, get some sun, man. Get some sun. Go 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 for like go biking or something like that. Go uh, <laughs> play basketball. Go play soccer. Go, yeah, do go, a sport. Throw throw a ball around. Or I don't care what it is, but if like if your skin is translucent. Oh yeah, like yeah. House. If you have problems getting up the stairs, then yeah. yeah. Um, for dinner, when your mom calls you up to turn off that Xbox, yeah, then you have yeah. problems. Yeah, mom. Yeah, I'm fine. Jesus I, yeah, Christ, I remember, mom. I remember my friend. Uh, we were back in the day. We were playing Nintendo. She'd be like, uh, she'd be like, uh, um, she had to share a thick Chinese accent. And she's like, she's like, now Sam. She's like, uh, come off. She's like, uh, turn it off. Come to dinner. Then uh, his dad, their dad would come downstairs, and he's like, come on for dinner. And he's like, Nelson's like, uh, he's like, girls, we're almost done. And he's like, and when he would die, he's like, oh, you're dead. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Those are dead. the stories, that, like, because I mean, uh, minorities stuck together. For the most part. We, we did. Uh, we did as kids. Yeah. So I've got great stories. Like my friend's parents, Korean accents. Mm-hmm. My fan, my friend's parents, like English accents. Oh, yeah. Like straight up, like, like thick oh, Scottish yeah. bros. Oh, yeah. Just great. And now he's he's my pharmacist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the stories <laughs> that built us as human beings. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of cool stuff. I think I was going to give you the uh, China yeah. and the Saudis and Top Gun. How we realize we don't need foreign money for any of our stuff anymore. Yeah. If Hollywood makes a movie, apparently they don't need China. Yeah, Top Gun apparently did very well without any kind of uh, Chinese money. Yeah, I think well, gold yeah. Top, Top Gun looks really cheesy and dumb, and uh, it looks like it's going to be so much fun to watch. So yeah. it's going to be my it's going to be my fa- my Fast and Furious. <laughs> Mine too, man. I'm go, I'm on board. Do you want to go see it on Saturday? For sure. Uh, no, no, not this Saturday. Wedding yeah, your wedding's on Saturday. Yeah. But no, I'm on board. I am on board for any kind of like fun, dumb, big, loud. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go see. I'll, I'll see it with, like, with Jaskiath on Saturday. Then Dude, uh, let me let me know whenever you want to go. I'll we'll go together. I'll watch it again. Yeah. I, I, you'll watch it again. I'll watch mm-hmm. it for the first time. Yeah. I love the idea of a big dumb action movie. I am on board with Crazy Tom Cruise. I think everything he does is very calculated. I think when he loses his mind on a set, when he snaps and screams, mm-hmm. that's a PR stunt. Don't fall for it. When he laughs at a <laughs> silly joke, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. The man is a robot, but he makes some wildly fun movies. Yeah, he does. I'm totally on board with his. Crazy. Yeah. His brand of crazy, I'm buying. Yeah. Pretty good at that. I'll go see it. I'll go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Got anything else? Anyone? Uh, no, not really. I think... um, a Fast radio bursts. What? Fast radio bursts. We have fast radio bursts hitting our planet. Oh, yeah, we do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it yeah, took yeah. me a while. We've got fast radio bursts mm-hmm. coming from like deep in the galaxy mm-hmm. towards us, and we don't know what they are. I don't know. I'm gonna. Be, I'll be honest with you right now. I think society's heading for in the next couple of years. We're heading for a colossal change, a paradigm shift, good or bad. You're using some like like MIT words, well, like the, TED Talk. Words. Yeah, where it's like you know, like the, the world is like this, like you know, like like let's say from I don't know 1980s to like 2000, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that that was our time period of like where we're like. We had th- we had we started with technology here, and we this is where we are right now in 2022. I think in the next five years we're gonna see another thing like that, like where it's like, like like another like big jump, and it's like dealing with like um, you know viruses and hmm. with uh, world powers, energy, uh, food shortages, uh, population decline. I think that's all gonna have to be either addressed or we're gonna be dealing with it. You um, kind of think we are in that um, that early stages, not not to be like facetious. But in the early stages of what you're using those about, words now. Yeah, using big words. Yeah. Um, you sound like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> the, uh, the early part of like what they kind of talked about before Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. Like what, the stuff that built Khan, mm-hmm. the eugenics wars, the weird, like how the world went into like a deep decline. Yeah. And then Star Trek happened. Mm-hmm. We're there. We're yeah. about to go through that. Yeah, I, I, that I, think, I think honestly that we're going to be. Um, and we've talked about this how like society. At, Changes happen so like technology pro- like progresses at such a fast rate. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that that's that technology is going to solve problems for us or create more problems for us, I don't know. But I know that we've never dealt with this many. It's very I can't remember the last time we've dealt with we've had to deal with this many situations on a on a global scale. Where we're all in this where we're all dealing with the same thing together. Yeah, um, I can't remember the last time we did this. Um, so. One? Well, let's say World War. Let's say World War One, for example, right? But like, we're all dealing with um, Corona. We're mm-hmm. all dealing with high energy prices. Yep. We're all dealing with the food shortage, and we're and we're witnessing the first this war in Ukraine, which is like having ripple effects throughout yeah. the industry, right? So, uh, and the cost of living is going up like crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's something we're all dealing with together. Now, how we're gonna get out of that, and how we're gonna deal with that. Um, 
and how we're going to move on. How is society going to like just um, are we going to are we going to make, you know, hard like, you know, hard rock like just changes or are we just going to be like, you know what? Um, burn it all down. Are we, are we going to, are we just going to like burn the whole thing to the ground? Exactly. So they're just going to be like scorched earth. So I don't know. It could go either way. I mean, it feels like right now at the very least, we're going to be looking at like economic crises worldwide for the next 25 years. I think so. I think, I think you can look at that. Gas prices will not go down. I don't think we're ever going to see like a reset back to 99 cents. It's over. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. It's going to be electric cars where you're paying eight bucks a day to fill your tank Mm -hmm. or, you know, you're more frugal and it's like eight bucks every other day. But you're looking at, you know, you're looking at a drastic change in the way we do things, mm-hmm. or it's going to, it's going to be, either way, it's going to be crippling to the economy, but it's going to be either very crippling or moderately crippling. Yeah. Based on how we move forward as a, as a world. Yeah. And the thing is like the, the leaders of like the most powerful nations, like, okay, well, th- this thing is too, like, this, this could be short-term thinking as well. Like, look at, um, okay, who's in charge of Russia? Like, okay, Putin is just, he's calculating but he's a he's a total maniac. Mm-hmm. Then you have like Biden. The Biden administration is the worst administration in the last last like since the Jimmy Carter. Look, well, he's the worst since Jimmy Carter. I, I he might be worse than Carter, man. Yeah. Like Jimmy Carter was a clown show, but like yeah. the whole Biden administration is a it's a facade. It's a, it's it's, it's ter- not real. It's, it's it's terrible. It's it's laughable. It's like yeah. if you, sometimes I watch it. I'm like I want to laugh at. Okay, Biden's he's a husk of a man. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He just no. sits there and he just like come on, yeah. man. Yeah, they like. <laughs> Like he's useless. Like he's totally useless. Like, but Kamala Harris is equally as useless. Well, she's an awful person. She's an, yeah. I uh, I have no. She's a, for anybody who was like rah rah, you it's a lady, and she's like half Indian, half black. She's a minority sandwich. She's awesome. It's like well, look at her record. The people terrible. who didn't deserve to go to jail. Yeah, going to jail. Yeah. She's she's like a dirty cop. I've said it a lot of times. Kamala Harris is a dirty cop. Yeah. The only difference is she's not a white man. If mm-hmm. she, if a white man did the same stuff that she oh, did, oh yeah, she's then yeah, she would she be yeah, she'd be vilified by everybody across the board. Yeah, I think she's as bad as a white man. I think when she went to Ukraine or something like that to talk about what's what was going on in the situation there, huh. I think someone asked her a question. She, she started laughing. Oh, that yeah, the, on the stage, right? On the stage, when she was yeah. sitting there, they were doing like a back and forth because she had no answer. She did not answer it, and then she double talks her way out of it. Yeah. And everybody's like, "What are you doing?" Oh yeah, what are you doing? You see when she when she interviewed Char- Charlemagne the God when he interviewed her? No. Oh, not, oh he he cut oh. the shit out of her. He's like, he goes, "Who's running the country?" Yeah. Straight up to her face, and she's like, "She goes, yeah. Charlemagne, you know better than that." I goes, "I'm a black woman, and you're whatever." And he's like, I, "He basically said, I don't give a shit. You tell me who's running the country yeah. right now." Look, I mean, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, they they've had a, a bad run. There were like obvious and you know. Whatever the the Daily Show and the comedy news did at the time, mm-hmm. from 2000 right until um, the end of Bush's term, mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, I mean horrible, right? Whatever, whatever they're trying to make him into like a, a like a, a weird kind of grandpa for the left now. Like you know, he's painting toes and it's great and it's it's awesome. Like uh, Bush's buddy buddy with Clinton and Obama, it's awesome. No, awful. Yeah. Um, handcuffed Obama from day one to the end, mm-hmm. handcuffed mm-hmm. completely, got nothing done. Yeah, ineffective. Really great to see that a black guy got into the office. But at the same time, his story is amazing. And as far as being a human being, I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. Yeah. And his his heart is obviously in the right place. Mm-hmm. Handcuffed, ineffective, nothing happened. Yeah. And then you got Trump, gong show. Gong through show. and through. But if the man had just kept his mouth shut and just not tweeted mm-hmm. on paper, not the monster that he actually ends up making himself into. Yeah. Like, I'll give Trump one thing, man. He's like, he was, he's, wasn't a war president, which was good. He didn't yeah. start anything. No, he didn't start any war. Because people were like, oh, if he has this figure on the, you think he's actually going to do that? No. He, he didn't have the mental capacity to pull it off. No. And we saw that. But, now, whether or not it's because of the people he aligned himself with, yeah. or the people he felt at Kramer'd his way into with, mm-hmm. on paper, if he just kept his goddamn mouth shut, yeah, that wasn't no gonna, Twitter. That, yeah, that that was gonna that was not gonna happen. It wasn't gonna happen. No. Um, on paper, he was like 50-50. Mm-hmm. like 50-50 in effectivity. Yeah. And then you got Biden, who, like you said, he's just a <laughs> come on, man. That's all you get. That's literally all you yeah, get. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a husk of a human being. The like, husk he literally of a human is. Being. Like he's the you, turkey from uh, Christmas Vacation. You see when? Yeah, exactly. You see when people, when people. Yeah, like that's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. The uh, I mean, when you see him like talk to the mic and people are asking questions, he just looks at them like this. This guy kind of winces. And stares he's at like, him. yeah. Um, what do you want me to talk about pizza? Yeah, I'll we're gonna we're about. gonna we're gonna work on cancer research. I'm like, I was talking about COVID. 
Yeah, it's they, not they just like, turns away and walks away. <laughs> They've had like 22 years of garbage, of hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? I don't know. I mean, just like, well, money. I mean, you know, you, whatever you want to say. Well, the money, lobby, lobby groups. Yep. And fucking the Saudis and Obama. Uh, not Obama, Osama and all that crap. Whatever you want to say. It's like it's you cr- make it's, them look it's, relevant. It's, 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 it's corruption at the highest level. Corruption. And it's like, yeah, that's all it is. And being like trying to stay, trying to hold on to power. Yeah. That's all a it lot is. Of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, in that, it is nice to see that uh, the Taiwanese flag was back on Maverick's jacket. Yeah. Uh, we don't need China's money. Maybe that's the, the driving force. Maybe that's what Tom Cruise is going to do for us. He's going to push us out of corruption. He's going to get his hand in there and just shove the poop back in the colon. And just <laughs> shove us out of corruption. Do that again. He's right up there. And like one of those like, fucking, like straight up, straight corruption back in the body. Yeah. I think, again, I think he still has, that's his old bike in that, that movie too, right? The original bike? I think or so, yeah. like a, a very nice replica. Could no, be, it's yeah. not the original. Kelly McGillis. It's not the original Kelly McGillis. They they were like, you know what? We like it in the movie. We lo- we like. How do you look? Which is like the most old school Hollywood for a movie Meg that's Ryan like going well. old school Hollywood. Meg Ryan as well. Well, she's the Joker now. Yeah. So I mean, no offense, Meg Ryan, but you did that shit to your face that you shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. So you know whatever it is, but like it's old school Hollywood. Yep. They were like, give me the hardest broad. To go in, well, I don't know why I went Trumpy. <laughs> Give me the hardest bribe to go in yeah. with uh, the, the guy there. Oh, Tom Jennifer Connelly. I mm-hmm. the fact that they got her is like is great. I, she's great. she's one of my favorites of all time. How wild is it? Like Tom Cruise still looks like 1980s Tom Cruise, and Jennifer Connelly still looks like 1980s Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. I like I. Oh, I love Jen. Uh, was a career opportunities where she's that, that, where she was in that. Uh, Target yeah. all night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that movie's so good. If you haven't seen that, go watch that movie. Yeah, you should go watch that. Yeah, a lot of good movies out there. Yeah, uh, we'll watch a few of them. Probably come back and talk about them. Good, uh, good return to the podcast. Though. Yeah, I think a nice, so. Uh, nice little comeback. Mm-hmm. We ranted a little bit. Um, we had some stuff written down. We had stuff, that, a lot of stuff that wasn't written down. Mm-hmm. We went in one direction, and we hypersonic nuclear missile into a different direction. Indeed, uh, I did this a lot. I did the, the up yours thing. What's that thing on your thing? What you do on your forum? Was that? Was that thing? Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, yeah, we had a good episode. A nice return. We are back mostly full time. Uh, I'll be in London for a little bit. I'm gonna record a podcast there. Okay. And then um, you're gonna start doing that thing where you're gonna record yourself. Yeah. So with my new DJI the Osmo gimbal. Five. No, Osmo Five gimbal. Gimbal. And then we're going to gimbal. <laughs> gimbal. Gimbal. Get to the gimbal. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, we're gonna move on from there. We're uh, if you don't know, we're on Spotify. Yeah. I think. I've made a real hard decision. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you can't find us after this podcast, just go to Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Apple, Google—that's going to be where we are. I know we're on—we're uh, on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. We'll be back on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher and iHeartRadio and a lot of other places as well. You can usually get this podcast in other places. If that's where you're getting it, and you don't hear us after this, go to Spotify. Go to Spotify. Go to Spotify, Apple, Google. Those mm-hmm. three sources will always be there and eventually will be everywhere else mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But I'm making a little bit of a change in how we upload. So go to Spotify. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yell that into the microphone. Yeah. Like to get to the chopper. Go to Spotify. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, at Backside Attack. Anything Back else you want? Go on. Oh, yeah. I didn't do the thing. Ah, yeah. Don't do it. Just do the thing. Peace out. <laughs>